you for joining us today. Uh, we are very excited to, to be able to spend this time with you. And uh, my name is Josh Locke. I'm one of the elders here, and I am continuing our series on the You Are series. And today we're talking about that you are more than a conqueror. And I think it's pretty amazing that God knew we would just need some encouragement. And before all of this global pandemic happened, before all this was going on, God knew that, that we would need to be here and hear some of the words that we've been sharing about being loved, being forgiven, and today that we're more than a conqueror. Uh, And, you know, this whole series is all about understanding just who we are in Christ. And I don't know about you, but if, uh, if you're like me, you're, you're starting to feel some of the, the fatigue, right? Some of the quarantine, social distancing fatigue that's been going on. And uh, it, it's challenging. The past couple of weeks especially, it's just, you know, I, I, I've talked to a number of people either on, on calls or, or video chats or even just listening to, to podcasts, but, but everyone's feeling it, feeling that fatigue. And, you know, I, I thought, let, let's talk through a little bit of that fatigue. This requires some participation, right? So everyone, uh, if you're on YouTube, you need your Facebook to be able to put into the chat. But here's what, here's what I want to do. Just two quick questions and, uh, and have you share, you know, how, how are you feeling right now? So the first is this, you know, which, which of these would you prefer right now? Would you prefer to uh, get a haircut or get your hair done, go to the salon, you know, something like that? Or would you prefer to go out to eat? Both of these, totally worry-free, no face masks, no hand sanitizer, no social distancing. Which of these would you prefer right now? Go ahead, put it in the chat. I'm going to do the same. All right. Awesome. Second question. So what is something that you don't want to change? What's something that you want to just kind of stay, stay how it's going? You know, is there something, the, the silver lining, can, can you find that? Is there something that's been uh, it surprised you? Go ahead and put that into the chat right now. What's something that, you know, you, you're kind of feeling like, yeah, let, let's keep going with this. I'll give you a second to respond. You know, for me, um, it, it's, you know, in the morning, uh, we, we'll have breakfast at the counter, and my, I'll, I'll read a couple Bible stories to my kids, and uh, we, we were doing that pretty consistently, but since we've been doing the social distancing, it, it has been pretty much a routine from, from the beginning, and I just really like that and have valued that a lot. It's been, it's been cool to, to be able to spend that time with them. Today, we're talking about that we're, we're more than a conqueror, and this comes from, from Romans 8, 31 to 39, and, and it, Paul gives us a couple uh, lessons on you know, wh- how, how our doctrine and faith is built, and he, he ends ultimately with the statement that that we're more than a conqueror, and then that's where we're going to go today. So Romans 8, 31 to 39. Uh, I practice this just so you know. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charges against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died, more than that, was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We were considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, 
in all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let's pray. God, we, we want to hear from you today. It's not my words, it's what your words that matter, God. So speak your words to, to the body. Speak your words to, to everyone listening now and, and bring the encouragement that we are more than conquerors. Thank you for this. Thank you for your word. Amen. So Paul is writing this letter. Paul is the author of, of Romans, and it, it was written around 57 AD. And persecution in the church really doesn't start until closer to 61 AD after the, Rome, the big Roman fire. And so this is more of a, a relatively peaceful time. There's still some persecution, but for the most part, there's peace. And Paul's writing this letter because he wants to strengthen the believer's doctrine. He, he wants just the, the readers to have an uh, internalized truths of, of Jesus' teaching and, and just have a deep confidence in these truths. And you know, that, that's what this series is all about. When, when we come in and prepare this You Are series, we, we're wanting you to have a deep confidence and the truth of, of who you are. Uh, and two weeks ago, Pastor Greg shared that we're loved, and he talked about the love that we have from, from our Father. Pastor Ed shared last week that, that we're forgiven. And today we're talking about that, that we're more than a conqueror. And so Paul makes three key statements in, in the Scripture that ultimately lead up to the statement he's making, that we're more than a conqueror. So he, asks, he uses this literary uh, technique where he's asking a question and then answering it. So the first question, he says... Well, if God is for us, who can be against us? And then Paul goes on to give this proof. He says, well, God gave his only son, right? God is on our side. He's on our side. He gave his son for us. And it really speaks to, to God's love. He asks, well, who will bring charges against us? And then he says, it's God who justifies. God is the judge. When all of us die, whenever that is, we'll go to heaven and we'll be judged. And we either try to present our good works which God says in Matthew he expects perfection, so our good works aren't enough, or we have Jesus there, and that is enough for us, and it's God who justifies. And that that really speaks to God's forgiveness. And the last question, and and ultimately the culmination of this is, uh, what can separate us from the love of Christ? And then Paul lists this huge, wide array of things, and it's pretty broad. And it's broad because we all fit into this. And, you know, I, on a baseline level, we're all in this, this social distancing, this challenge that we're in. But there's so many more things that we face on top of this. And Paul lists, and he says, trouble, hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, sword. He lists this huge array of things. And he says, no, in all of these things, meaning they will happen, in all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And that's the proof he gives us. Right? We're more than conquerors because of Jesus. And we'll look at three examples today to, to be the proof of, of how we are more than conquerors. The first is Jesus is on our side. The second is that Jesus is with us. And the last is that Jesus is interceding for us. And, you know, I, I don't know all the challenges that you face, but, but all the things that you're going through. You know, I do believe, though, that in all that we face today, you know, whether it's the, the loss of a job or health or anxiety, right, or loneliness or just burnout, 
all of these things, God's word applies for us today. And it's not my words that matter, it's God's words that matter. And he is telling us that we are more than conquerors through him. And the the way the New Living Translation puts this, I love. It says, no, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. No, it's not that we just sort of get through it. Paul says that we're more than conquerors. We get through this with power. And what does getting through it look like? I don't know. I don't know truly what that is. God knows that. But we can trust in God's goodness in that. But he says that we get through this with power. The Greek is that we are hyper-conquerors or or super-conquerors. We get through this with power. So let's let God's word encourage us today. I, I thought about putting the slides up with all the words, and, you know, that, that, I thought that would be, you know, a normal thing to do. Uh, it's just, it, it's a lot to read, and so, you know, I'll, I'll be reading from a couple of Bible stories, and I, I took pictures of my kids' um, Bible books to give you a little bit more to look at rather than just a bunch of words on the screen. So the first story is David and Goliath, and uh, I'm sure many of us have heard this story before, but we're more than a conqueror today because who is on our side? You know, the, my wife and I were talking about this, and she, she shared a story where when, when William, my, my oldest, was three, so a couple of years ago, um, uh, he, he gets in trouble for something, and my wife says, you know, William, come here. And then William repeats the words of Goliath, and he says, send someone out to fight me. Uh, and obviously, it's not what we want him to be doing there, but at least he's reading the word and understanding that. So, you know, that, that's good. Uh, but the story is, you know, David, who's a teenager, he's probably younger than 20 years old, he, he's visiting his brothers, and Goliath is a, truly a giant. He's nine feet nine inches tall. He's a career soldier, and he's challenging David, he's cha- or he's challenging the Israelites, and David hears it. So 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel 17, 26. So David hears this challenge, and he asked, David asked the men standing near him, what will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? So then he goes on, this teenager, to convince an entire army to let him go fight this giant. And, you know, they agree. And they try to give him armor. He doesn't want armor. He, he just wants some stones and a sling because that's what he's used to. And so he does that, and he goes out to battle. And so he, he's out there, and Goliath says to him, Am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by the gods. Come here, he said, and I will give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals. And David said to the Philistine, You come against me with the sword, the spear, and the javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I will strike you down, and I will cut off your head. This very day I give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds and the wild animals, And the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. All those gathered here will know that it's not by sword or spear that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give all of you into our hands. So the Philistine moves closer to attack David, and then David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. And reaching into his bag, bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into his forehead, and he fell face down onto the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hands, he struck the Philistine down, and he killed him. So we're more than a conqueror today because who is on our side? Oh, there's one more picture for you. 
Uh, you know, the, the end of that story is David actually cuts Goliath's head off, but that's in none of my kids' uh, children's books uh, as we go through it. But we're more than a conqueror because God is on our side. Jesus is on our side. You know, what was David's perspective as he was going to fight Goliath? It was never about David versus Goliath. It was God versus Goliath. And we're more than conquerors because Jesus is there on our side with us. You know, does, does that mean we won't face any problem? Every problem we face, we'll win? No, it doesn't mean that. But we'll have victory through the trouble that we have because, you know, God has the ultimate victory with us. So if you're facing a giant, if you're facing a challenge, be encouraged to know you're more than a conqueror because Jesus is with you. He's on your side in this. Now, how do you apply this? For me, I think it's just an honest prayer to say, God, give me, give me perspective to see where, I, where you are in the situation. Help me to, to know where you are. We're more than conquerors because who is on our side. Second story is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This is from Daniel 3. So there's only, this is the only picture in all my kids' children's books that have anything with the fiery furnace. So that it's not as a popular story, but it's still, still pretty popular there. But here's the scenario. King Nebuchadnezzar uh, has conquered Israel, and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego work for him. And the king makes this golden statue and plays all this music and commands everyone to worship. And uh, everyone does except these three guys. So someone rats on them. They, they go tell Nebuchadnezzar, and he's like, well, you must not have heard. right? Let me play it again, and uh, then we'll be good. And this is where we pick up in the story. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, We do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If you throw us into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you've set up for us. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude towards them changed. He ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie them up and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men, wearing robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes, were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace, and the king's command was so urgent and the furnace was so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers that, who took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and these three men, firmly, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar jumped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, Weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the furnace? They replied, Certainly, Your Majesty. And he said, Look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth looks like the sons that looks like the son of the gods. You know, through all the challenges, through all of the the attacks and the battles that we face, we're more than conquerors because of who goes with us. Jesus goes with us. In Psalms twenty three says that he prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. God is with us as we walk through the challenges. And that's why we're more than a conqueror. Isaiah 43 says that, you know, when you walk through the fire, I will be with you. Hebrews 13.5 says he will never leave us or forsake us. So do you feel alone? Do you feel like you're struggling in, in, in the challenge that you have? I, I want to encourage you today that God's word says you're more than a conqueror because you have Jesus going there with you. And so in the struggle that you have, know that Jesus is by your side in that. You know, for me, I can think back to 
um, some challenging situations and, and close relationships I've had, and, you know, just not knowing what to do. And, and an honest prayer that, that I've prayed before that, that you can pray is just to say, God, where are you in the situation? Because God is there. His word promises us that he's there, and, and he'll show up, and he'll, he'll help you through that. So be encouraged. You're more than a conqueror because who goes with us? So the last example is from Luke 18, 1 through 8. It's the story of the persistent widow. I couldn't find this in any one of my kids' Bible books or devotion books, so you just get words. I'm sorry in advance. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them they should always pray and not give up. He said, in a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with a plea, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused. But finally, he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he, not, will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? We're more than a conqueror because we have Jesus there interceding for us. And, you know, Jesus gives us some guidance about when we're in the midst of a challenge, when we're, when we're facing, you know, the, the challenges, the social distancing, the burnout, all the things that we have stacked up against us, he, he encourages us, always pray and not give up. And here's the encouragement, though, and I found this so encouraging for me, is that, you know, even when we struggle to pray, even when we don't know what to pray, when we're just kind of lost in that, Jesus is there praying for us. Romans 8.34, we read this at the beginning, says that Jesus is at the right hand of God, and he's interceding for us. Right? That is a great person to be on our side praying for us. Matthew 7, 7 and 11 say, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened. If you then, though you're evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Uh, there's another passage in the Gospels that have the same scripture, and it says that how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The Holy Spirit is power, is truth, is our comforter in this. You know, back in March, my wife and I, when we were just at the beginning of all of this uh, isolation, we uh, did a target order and bought some Lego sets for our kids just to like, you know, if Break, break glass in case of emergency type situations where we just needed a little bit of uh, help there. Um, we, we got these Lego sets, and the other day we gave them this teeny tiny little train set for them to build, and they just were so joyful. But, man, I was so happy and loved that giving them something. And God's Word says that how much more does your Father in heaven, right? If I'm able to give good gifts, God can give so much more. And that's what he tells us to do. He, he tells us to ask. So I would encourage you, I would encourage you, you know, if you are in the midst of something, ask for something, don't lose hope, don't give up. You're more than a conqueror, and Jesus is interceding on your behalf. So today, we're more than conquerors through him, and it's, it's through him, that's the proof that we have, because Jesus is on our side, he goes with us, and he's praying for us, he's interceding for us. I was sharing this, uh, this message with my parents and just talking to them a little bit about it. And my mom said, oh, you know, that, that reminds me of this song we, we used to sing in our church that's based off of this verse, Revelation 12, 11. Uh, and the, the verse, they triumphed over him 
by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. You know what? I, we have the blood of the Lamb. Jesus died for, for our sins. If, if, if that's a new concept to you, you know, before Jesus came, when, when we made a mistake, something had to die. Life had to be given, and that, that was an animal, a sacrifice. And when Jesus came and died on the cross for us, and his blood was shed, that's what we say, the blood of the Lamb, that's applied for us now forever, because Jesus was perfect. But it says it's the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Uh, you know, and, and what I want to do is give us all a chance to, uh, to, to share that testimony because, you know, we're more than conquerors, and sometimes it's, it's hard to remember that. I think right now it's, it's hard to remember that. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I love the UR series because we are these things not because of what we do. It's because of what Jesus has done for us. And, you know, God's word says it, and it's true. And so, we are these things, it's not a condition for us. It's not a condition that we're more than conquerors if we do this and this and this. He tells us in his word, we're more than a conqueror through him, through Jesus. And so, I I would ask you, uh, in the chat today, I said there would be some participation, so in the chat today, to share a testimony. Let's encourage each other by how God has shown up. How has God made you more than a conqueror? And this is really why. This can be pretty much any, any testimony that you have. It can be long or short, whatever it is, but uh, we're going to leave the chat open for a few minutes after service so that you can type it in, and then we'll collect all these and put them in a post on, on the Facebook page. But, you know, where have you seen God's provision or his forgiveness or love? Where has God shown up for you or maybe helped you face a giant or walked with you through a fiery furnace through a storm, or maybe just an answer to prayer. How has God answered your prayer? Even small things, right? God answers prayers. He, he answers our prayers, and you know the, the testimony is what helps us triumph. And so I, I'm going to invite you to do that. I'll close us in prayer, and, and again, please feel free to put into the chat just a testimony of how God has helped you be more than a conqueror. Because Shiloh, God has made you more than a conqueror through Him. So God, thank you for Your Word. We thank you for Your truth. We thank you that there's not a condition here that we're more than conquerors because of you, because you are with us. You go with us. You're on our side, and you're interceding for us. And we thank you for that. We're grateful for that today. So for, for everyone listening and watching now, would you bring encouragement, and would you bring maybe that testimony that they can share, and would you let the testimonies they read be an encouragement to them? Thank you that you know what we need even before we ask and that you are a good God. You're a good Father. So we love you. And it's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us today, Shiloh. Go in peace and remember, you are more than a conqueror through him. The chat will be open for the next couple minutes and we'll post it on the Facebook page. Thanks.